Alright, so I thought I'd explain a bit more about the Ukraine-Russia situation because this is something that's obviously very topical right now, this is happening right now and uh, if you're watching this in 2022, obviously this is just kind of breaking now and um, I've got some notes here so I don't you know, forget anything that I want to mention because there's a lot going on here so the first thing to remember, and I've said this in a video before, is that what's going on now is a game of chess, global chess game, and the players are the members of the World Economic Forum and various other institutions, and they're playing essentially geo-chess in this way to enact their agenda. The moves they're making in terms of, you know, borders being pushed forward and back and various different allegations and um, things are ultimately ge moves in this geopolitical chess game. They might look on the surface like they're individual um, decisions being made by various countries and leaders, but really they're all being made the decisions I mean, by the same group of people. Members of the World Economic Forum, the various institutions associated with that, and the Young Global Leaders. This is a, the name of the, uh, the group of leaders that are under the control of Klaus Schwab at the World Economic Forum, and they're called Young Global Leaders, and it includes people like Putin, Putin he was one, um, Zelensky, and a few others. So you've got to remember that that no matter which side of the conflict, or any conflict, it seems like is in the wrong or right, the end goal is the agendas are still being moved forward. The same things that they want to happen. Like for example, uh, one world government, one world currency, one world religion, and consolidation of control and power at the very top, where a very few people dictate to the many, the pop us, the, pop the main population, you know, the majority of the world. So what you end up with is a situation where division and polarity, where, when people are divided and arguing, all that does is that makes it easier for them to consolidate power because they don't need to argue or fight with any one side to impose their will. All they need to do is get you to fight with each other, get you to divide yourselves into these two sides so that you pick a side let's say Russia versus Ukraine, or left versus right, pro whatever it is versus anti whatever the gender is. And so what ends up happening is there's propaganda on both sides, and this has been shown to be the case. There ends up being propaganda on both sides, meaning that ultimately, whichever side you pick, you're actually helping and advancing their agenda. You're, ba you're basically contributing to the chaos that, that they need in order to create order. That's literally their motto. The Illuminati motto is chaos from order, or order out of chaos. And it's so easy to do. It's so easy to, you know, get obsessed, get drawn into this, and to pick a side. You see one video created by one media company and you, and you think, oh wow, this shows this Putin to be the bad guy, for example, or you see another one portraying Zelensky as the bad guy in this particular conflict, and you just, you very easily get drawn into it, pick a side, but then you forget that the same people are in control of, of both sides. This is not some legitimate thing going on. The same people are in control of both sides, and those same people have the same agendas. And it's really a chess game, because I've heard people say things like, oh, well, it's different because Putin has thrown the, you know, the Rothschilds out of Russia and the central bankers and everything. But if you really look into what's happened, most people have not actually done the research on that, even. If you look at what's happened, yeah, that he's publicly said that he's thrown uh, the bankers out. He doesn't want a central bank. And what he actually did is, instead of, submitting to all of their wills, he paid 20% or agreed to pay 20% to one of the main 
international banks. And if you really look at it, Russia already still has, they still have a central banking system, a central bank. And then if you look at the logo, it's an eagle, which is the same logo as, I mean, I'm not gonna get into the symbology too much here because I don't think it matters at this stage, but the, the truth is that Russia still has a central bank, which is still controlled and influenced by the same people, the same banking families, the same bloodlines, and right the way back up we go to the top. The same things, the same people are in control. So no matter what Putin has said, publicly or privately, the reality is that the same central banking systems and the same people, bloodlines, are in control. And when you combine that with the fact that Putin was a young global leader, under the direct control of Klaus Schwab, he, he's on board with the agenda, and you might say with the, you know, the injection thing that he was against that. Well, he wasn't really against that because he didn't stop it. He advocated for it and he allowed it to happen. You know, over 70 million Russians have taken the treatment despite the um, dangers being well known. And uh, so did he really stop that agenda? No, he helped it. He, he allowed it to happen. And this is what the globalists want. It's for everybody to be treated in that way, jabbed, and for everybody to be on board or picking a side in the supposed conflict. So it's a chess game, you know, it's not like if you pick one side you're right, if you pick the other side you're wrong, both sides are in a way wrong. Violence of all, in all forms is wrong, you know, war and manipulation and, and tyrannical control of people in any country is wrong. And it blows my mind when you see people saying like, oh no, we should be condemning this person or country or people and how one is right over the other. But the truth is, you know, humans are humans. It's ultimately not up to Russians what happens and it's ultimately not up to Ukrainians or really any of us what happens in these geopolitical chess games. It's down to the leaders. The leaders are the ones who are creating these situations advancing the war, you know, spending trillions of our own dollars on warfare and advancing their agendas, it's not the Russians, you know? And it's not even really Putin, it's the people in control of Putin and, and Zelensky and the other world leaders. It's the people in control of them. Basically, as a rule of thumb, if you see them on the public stage, on TV, you know, in interviews, they're not in control. They're the puppets. They're the people who are the faces of the game. They're not the people in control. The people in control are the people you don't see and most people have never heard of. You know, it's the Rothschilds, it's the, the bloodline fam banking families, the Warburgs, the, you know, I could get into specifics, but it doesn't really matter because their agendas seem to be happening anyway. And it's so important to detach from that and to not, you know, condemn a, a whole country of people over something that they, it has nothing, it has nothing to do with them. It's, you know, really it's the, lead, the leaders, the politicians and the people at the top who are creating these situations and trying to divide humanity, to, to divide us against each other. We need to be bigger than that. So, um, yeah, let me know what you think in the comments. And uh, that's, that's kind of it for now. Just remember, it's a chess game. They want you to be drawn in, obsessed, divided, angry and fearful. So just try and do the opposite of that, basically.